Hey, what's going on, family, squad, the Go Squad? Welcome back to the Generation One podcast. We're so grateful for you being in this family, being in this squad. Right now, take a moment and just drop in the comments. Let us know where you're watching from. We want to hear from you. And also, we want to say thank you for those who have partnered with us because without you, we truly couldn't be able to even do this. We couldn't come together and have these podcasts and have the crew here and everybody that we bring in for these amazing productions, it's because of you. Thank you for helping us because truth be told, we are a small movement within a big movement. And with that, we're navigating the space essentially as a startup. And every single time that you contribute, whether it's commenting, uh, liking, sharing the videos, or even with financial contributions, it goes a long way. So thank you for that. And if you'd like to partner with us, go to the link in our description. You can find that information. And also, if you want to get plugged in to join our monthly calls for the community, because we want to make sure that this big movement can really become small with us and we can all get to know each other, sign up and make sure you tap that button that says get plugged in because we want to plug you in. But today, I'm so excited, y'all. I'm so excited. We have a guest for the first time on the Generation One podcast, y'all have been so used to seeing the amazing squad of Gen One. You've been able to get to know everybody, but we want to introduce you to somebody new today. And it's none other than my brother, my friend, an incredible man of God. His name is Travis. And and, and Travis, you're going to have to tell us your last name because I know it might not be Doodles, but if it is Doodles, that's incredible. But I've got Travis Doodles. Many of you may know of him already, but just a, a pure heart, literally, and in, in getting to know Travis one of the things I can say about him, and I'm, I'm looking at the screen right now so I can see him, is his heart is absolutely incredible. And the way that he navigates the spaces that God has brought him into is just, it's just amazing to see. Um, and we're going to be talking today about what's your motive and really be talking about heart posture. So, uh, Travis, we're cutting to you right now. Say what's up to the Gen 1 squad. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Uh, we're so grateful to have you here. And Squad, I'm going to jump in, but uh, Trav, I'm going to actually ask you this question first, and then we'll just flow. But how do you know when your heart is in the right place? Wow, that's a pretty loaded question. It's a pretty loaded question, question of the day. Yeah. How do you know? Um, how do you know? I mean, re really for me, everything just boils down to just communication with God and um, you know, just, just having that relationship and, you know, I, I just seek God on everything that I do or try to at least. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of, you know, leads towards him preparing me for whatever is, is next and getting my heart right and all that. I mean, you know, obviously like staying away from sin and, and just trying to get right with God to, just be, you know, as pure as I can in front of him. And then, but just obviously that relationship is what, is what keeps me grounded and keeps me going and makes me have my heart be in the right place. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. There's a, a passage of scripture that talks about how the heart of the King is in the Lord's hands. Mm -hmm. And I think about all of our hearts are in his hands and he's the one who can shape them and refine them and mold them. But what I love about what Travis said is, relationship relationship with god mm -hmm. um for, for some of y'all what how do you know so let's say that you're navigating life or situations what are you doing to ensure that your heart is in the right place so mm -hmm. we've heard travis say you know it's spending time with god and in, in his relationship but like what are you doing for yourself to make sure you're doing the maintenance to make sure your heart is in the right place i think for me it's it's figuring out my why, the why I do mm. certain things. You know what I mean? So, and for me, it usually comes back to helping people. For me, I, you know, I love, I love doing things that are, will impact other people in a positive way. But I think, yeah, it's, it's always, I think you just have to come back to your why. Um, at the end of the day, it's every all of that is in your why, why you're doing certain things. You know, Absolutely. no matter what you do. So, yeah, yeah, for me. Mm -hmm. Being selfless. Um, yeah. God is so intentional about every person and cares about every individual. And when he instructs us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, it's a beautiful thing because when you learn how to love yourself and you learn how truly loved you are, you can take that and love your neighbor really, really well because you see how valuable you are in God's eyes. And 
when you move from a place of of selflessness and not trying to put your yourself before everyone mm -hmm. and everything and you really serve your brother you serve your sister mm -hmm. it does something that actually does something in your heart and uh travis i want to ask you so for those who don't know travis goes around and in a lot of the content that he creates he will do acts of kindness and really take care of people and and bless them uh mm -hmm. financially or with a word of encouragement or even sometimes he will adopt him and his wife through their nonprofit will adopt like these individuals and really walk through life with them travis what is that doing for you when you are being selfless in this way and when you're helping people out what do you think that that's doing it in your heart like have you experienced anything that you could say has helped you uh while you're helping oh, yeah. others yeah, especially the extreme cases that, that we've uh, kind of come into where God has put these certain people in our path. And it's not just like a person who needs a hand up. Like it's, I mean, these people need yeah. radical like change and friendships and love that they have not had for a long time. So, you know, I mean, for example, like this lady Rhonda, she has no legs. She has no family. Um, she's, she was abused her whole life. Like, it's not just like somebody who's just having a little bit of financial hardship. It's like very heavy stuff. Um, and then for Lloyd, you know, he's 63 years old, chronically homeless, disabled, handicapped, has seizures and, and has no family also. And it's just like, these people need so much more than just a little word of encouragement or, uh, a little bit of money. Like they need actual Jesus love you know, friendship and just family. And so for us to take on these people, it has definitely softened me up like big time because dealing with this stuff, like, yeah, I make these little 45 second highlight reels that are usually kind of happy and it leads traffic to the nonprofit so that we can continue to do this. But the real ministry happens off camera and it's yeah. very, very heavy. People don't see the tears they don't see the bad stuff that happens or the trauma because I don't really just feel led to do that just yet. Maybe in long form content down the road, Absolutely. you know, because they want to put their story out there. But right now I'm just doing short form content. So the heaviness and the stories, I can't fit in short form content. But through this whole process, it has softened me up. And like now I more than ever am looking at people through the eyes of God or like how Jesus loves people. He loves the unlovable. He loves the people that are so broken that the world just forgets about them and wants nothing to do with them. And like we have been called to just hug these people and, 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 and bring them into our family, like actually become family with them. And it's just, you know, if you asked me 10 years ago, if I would ever do something like this, the answer would be no. But God has changed my heart. He's changed everything about me. And now he's just put this heavy thing on me that I'm ready to take on. And yeah, so to answer your question, it has completely changed me to where I am just so much softer. And I just love people so much more and try to look at them the way Jesus looks at them. Because there's some rough people out there, man. And you just, yeah. you know, just as a human, you just look at some people and you just, you just shake your head and you're just like, Oh my gosh. But really it's like, no, God is literally just standing there with it, with his arms wide open, just wanting for that person to jump right in. Yeah. So I'm trying to be the hands and feet of Jesus and like live that out the best I can. So that it's, it's changed our lives completely on how much we actually love people and how much love these people need. It's, it's showed us like, cause you know, we, we you know, we're obviously don't have it all together, but like we're pretty solid. So we don't even realize how bad people actually are mentally, spiritually, all that. And so like when you're in the front lines, you're just like, wow, this is heavy. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's changed my heart and how I view people, period. Mm -hmm. Man, that, wow. that's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. uh, Jalen and Mariah, I want to ask you, and anybody can jump in, but from what Travis is saying, it's like service. Mm -hmm. When yeah. you serve somebody, one you're you you're being a blessing to them mm -hmm. but also like they are being a blessing to you mm -hmm. you you become someone in the process when you serve somebody and in that journey of serving and in that journey of of helping others you actually will learn more about yourself and be sharpened so i want to ask you when you've served what have you learned from service is there something that you would say has 
helped you that maybe in the beginning you, you didn't know that it would when, when it comes to serving? Like what has serving done for you? Mm. That's good. When in the beginning you didn't know that it would, I think serving uh, is a chance to develop your character. It's a, it's a chance to put somebody else above yourself, yeah. uh, to recognize what somebody else needs over what you need. Um, mm. It takes trust even to serve, it takes humility um, to be able to exalt somebody else above yourself, you know, and it's a gift, you know, you're supposed to love God with all your heart, mind and soul, and then to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So it's a gift to be able to love your neighbor and, and to serve them. So um, I think serving has helped me see people and see uh, the gifts that's inside of them. It's helped me see how special they are to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my service directly comes for a lot of time from my job, which is filming. Um, that's that's something that I'm blessed to do is film and edit and capture all kinds of different amazing people. And when you and so you get to really see the person and see how to make them look amazing. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's awesome because, you know, then I'm also called to speak and be on the other side of it. But what I really love doing is to help other people's visions and what God's put within them, help that come to life, you know, and God's given me a lot of experience in doing that. And, and so I love to be able to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, it just helps you see people well, you know, because God loves everyone and sees everybody, um, you know, so amazing. And he has all these different things that he's placed within them uh, that he even wants to see in the earth shared with his other children. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a gift. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. So as you were speaking, I was just thinking of humility mm-hmm. and I was thinking of Jesus in the Bible, like just going up to people that had leprosy um, where everyone else would run from them. And I was thinking about how one of my first jobs when it came into the Came, comes to the medical field is I was a CNA. So I used to take care of older people. And I used to get the worst of the worst clients. Like, I don't know how, but I used to have an old man that would like to fight people. And, like but, fight? Like, like yeah, like physical. hit. But oh, it was, oh wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. But, so you, you said he was fighting people. Yeah, he was fighting people. <laughs> like right. he literally, hey, but man. not to be mean, but his his punches were slow, so I would dodge them. But I would always get into conversations with him and I would I would learn his heart and he was really sad that his wife passed years ago. So I would humble myself and like dodge the dodge the hits. But at the same time, I would be like, okay, but how are you feeling? What's going on? Like, what were your happiest memories that you used to live through? So it's really humbling yourself and taking the time to learn about someone else, not just you, not focusing on you, because sometimes we can be in conversation and we're like, okay, where am I going to? gonna tell about me Mm -hmm. but it's like hey let's focus on you and let's see and then that's you allowing God to flow through you and then you're also able to say what God is trying to minister to them in that moment absolutely yeah I think in doing that you can you just learn a lot too yeah because God God is putting experiences and testimonies and and wisdom in all kinds of different people so when Mm -hmm. you get and so not showing up in a situation thinking you have it all together or you have all the wisdom or what God has told to you is that's it. That's yeah. that's the end all be all. That's all he's going to say. It's like, no, I learned so much from serving people and talking to people. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and now you show up in those situations like, man, I want to learn what God has shown you, too. Yeah. You know, but I know he's showing you something that he's never shown me. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's cool. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I want to ask you all because um, because I am curious, especially in the process of working on your heart or saying, you, you know, I I would say that most people for the for the most part do want to have a good heart you know they want to say i'm, I'm a good person right like I, I have good intentions has there ever been anything and trav you can jump in on this too but has there ever been anything where you've like looked at it and be like be like i'm doing this because like it sounds good but it actually wasn't good like have you ever done anything with a motive and found out later that it actually wasn't wasn't a good thing and it was more of a selfish thing a little bit of a switch up, but I'm curious, like, have you ever been in a situation where you've you've tried to make a decision that seemed good, but it actually wasn't good? I, I would say um, in the beginning, when it came to like my acting career, if we go there, if we take it to that, mm-hmm. when it came to what I wanted to do in acting, I was like, man, I want to be at a certain level so that I can have success and accolades and be in the you know these top grossing films and that was what i wanted to do Mm. uh and for me what i realized later now in hindsight is my motive for that thing was to be famous Mm -hmm. my motive for that thing was to be known Mm -hmm. my motive for that thing was to have 
stuff that would make my life better. And in doing so, I, I, I was chasing after something that really wasn't even going to serve other people. Mm -hmm. um, so in my mind, it was good. But I learned in hindsight, it's like, actually, that really wasn't a good thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, like, is there, is there a time in That's your life good. where you're like, man, I, I was doing this because of this. And you learned in the process of going after that thing, now looking back at your life, that your motives actually really weren't like the purest. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You want to you wanna go? Oh, go, girl. Well, oh, I, I was going to yeah. say, okay. like, I, I can't, the only thing I can think of is, like, I, so I never went through, like, a boy crazy phase, but I definitely, like, in high school, I was giving people side eyes, you know, I was like, okay. But I feel like in high school, my, my motive was completely wrong because mm -hmm. now, now being who I am now, I'm like, I totally know like singleness and dating and marriage and how important that is. But back then I was like, I want someone to like post me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I want someone to like, you know, post a picture of me and be like, look at my sweet girlfriend. And so like, I want, like my motive was so off. And so I was like trying to find like my value and like my worth in like these relationships. And like, I was chasing that. My motive was so wrong. And obviously like none of them turned out because I just went into it with like the completely wrong heart posture, first yeah. of all. But yeah. then like, when you go into that, like with the wrong heart posture, like you end up more damaged, like in relationships, but then also just like in anything in, ge in general. Like yeah. if you rush into something or if you go into something and you God's not in it or you don't even have the right heart posture because like God can be in it, but you can also just not be taking it seriously mm -hmm. or wanting to get the wrong thing out of it. Like you'll end up like hurt, mm -hmm. like you'll end up like right back at square one because I feel like God will like make you sit down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if he gives you something and your heart posture is not right, he'll like make you take a step back. He's like, you need to chill out. Like, calm down. Wow. Let's, like, break everything down and just, like, start from the beginning again. Because, like, then, like, with mm. the wrong heart posture, then you don't appreciate what is given to you, like, as a gift from God. Yeah. That makes That's sense. Absolutely. Really good. Absolutely. That's good. Just hearing what, what you said and that you think about a lot about uh, worldly validation. You know, I think mm -hmm. that was that was something that, you know, I would try to cure my insecurity with, that worldly validation. So you want to do well in your career and have some fame and have some money. So then you you have these things and you, you think that is doing, you think that's gonna help you out. But really I needed to have my heart changed so that I was a, I was a better person. I started to love myself. And then, then my affirmation and my validation comes from God alone. So oftentimes even think about acting career. I mean, me and Ty were running around Hollywood at 19 together you know we were we were young the world was very large in our eyes you can do all these things and so a lot of my motivation to do anything was so that i can be seen a certain way mm -hmm. and then you can you cannot see my insecurity and how i actually felt about myself you see me as this thing you know so a lot of times you want to get famous or you want to have the money or you want to have the girl and the cars for that reason and that doesn't help you at all mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah because like looking back at it it's like for me, it, it really, now that I see it, there were parts of it that were pure, but I couldn't see them through the things that weren't pure. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I had it fixed on the ambition and the final product. But the things about it that were pure were the desire to want to entertain people mm -hmm. and give them somewhat of an escape. The desire to be creative and to give something to the world. Uh, and, and oftentimes our, our worlds can get clouded when we are allowing the wrong things to be what leads us. Mm -hmm. um, Travis, have you, in your experience, just from life, you can take us back as far as you want, but what are some things that you had to learn, maybe some hard lessons that taught you, I need to do this because it's really something that's that, that I'm doing that's not leading me down the right path? Like, something where you got stopped in your tracks by God or by situations. And it was like, oh, wow, I need to really reevaluate myself. I need to pump the brakes and stare at myself. Can you take us to a time where maybe you've had to navigate something like that? I mean, I feel like it's very similar to you as far as when you got into acting, because I got on YouTube back in 2011 and um, I blew up uh, on YouTube where I had millions of views. Um, I landed a reality show with MTV. I was on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Rob Deerdeck, Fantasy Factory. Like I did all this stuff, hanging out with Hulk Hogan, Machine Gun Kelly, all these people that you would think, oh man, you made it, you're happy. I was miserable. 
and I was just chasing the wind. I was not doing it for God. Um, and what, MTV burned me really bad. And that's when I got out of the entertainment industry. I completely deleted all my social media and I just looked in the mirror and I just said, who am I? And I just went back to cutting hair, living a simple life, being a barber. Mm-hmm. For 10 years, I got off social media completely for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And God just grew me so much in those 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I came back to social media eight months ago um, with a completely different mission, 100% evangelism, Jesus-focused. And mm-hmm. when I didn't want the fame anymore and I truly – like I don't even show my face in my videos. Like I do not – want to be recognized in public. I don't want any of it. And now my videos get 40, 50, 60, 70 million views. And because it's not about me anymore and I'm not chasing that. And God said, okay, you passed the check or or you, you know, you, you, you passed like, like just boom, checked it off. You don't want to be famous anymore. And boom, now I'm going to blow your ministry up so that I, I get all the, all the uh, recognition, all the, traffic all the praise and it, and it just goes to him mm-hmm. so yeah it was me wanting to be famous back in 2011 the industry burned me really bad got out god changed me big time and now i'm back strictly to do ministry and he he blew that thing up and i, I mean that's the only way i can explain it it's just god said okay you your heart is in the right place now you're going to get the views that you've always wanted even though you don't even want them yeah. But it's going to be for impact because now I'm chasing impact and value and trying to connect kindness to the name of Jesus versus trying to blow up Travis's artwork and all the other stupid stuff that I was trying to do back in the day. Man. So, you know, wow. God definitely used it. And uh, I was definitely supposed to do video. I was definitely supposed to do everything I was doing, but I just wasn't in the right heart posture. Yeah. And then after 10 years of growth, then I, I was ready. Travis, that that's yes. incredible. A lot of us. So he was preparing me the whole bro, time. Yes. Um, yeah. That was, that was exactly yeah. what I was going to say is a lot of us are wondering why things aren't working out in the areas where we want them to work out, where we're like, man, why is this thing not working out? And what could be holding you up or what could be holding us up often is our motive, mm-hmm. our heart, because God and people around you you can't be trusted with this thing if, if the motive isn't pure and if the heart isn't pure. So you might have to literally stop and be like, okay, let me evaluate me. Let mm-hmm. me look inward and let me look at what really matters and really like who I am Yeah. and, and take a moment to say, I, I want to be well in my heart, in my soul, and I want to go at everything that I'm called to do or purpose to do from a place of purity. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to have a pure heart in this so that God can bring into my life the things that he has for my life. Because mm-hmm. the problem wasn't that you wanted to, you know, essentially it's interesting because the, the desire for impact was there, but it was twisted. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. it's the same with me. The desire to be impactful was there, but it was twisted. And often what the enemy does is he will twist the things about us that are really part of our purpose. Yeah. So mm-hmm. my desire was to be famous, but it really wasn't to be famous. It was to be impactful mm-hmm. and to be impactful for what? To be impactful for purpose, to be impactful for the kingdom, to be impactful for God. And now my life, instead of me going after fame, mm-hmm. is me going after being who he's created me to be. Mm-hmm. And with that, he's allowed me to be impactful yeah. and to really make change in people's lives. And not just in people's lives, but he changed my life and and hearing your story travis he changed your life and now that he changed you and your life he changed me and my life he can use me but a lot of us are wondering why we aren't being used it's Mm -hmm. because first you might need to be changed your heart might need to be checked Mm -hmm. and it's okay for your heart to be checked Mm -hmm. mariah can you tell me like have you ever had a moment like in your walk where your hearts had to be checked and you're like dog this hurts but like walk me through something (laughs) well first of all travis thank you so much for sharing that because that completely Mm -hmm. ministered to me and it gave me so much revelation about my walk right now Mm. so um the one of the questions that you asked was like um checking your heart about something and doing something i forgot how you said it but basically it was like "Ooh, i shouldn't have done that Yeah, yeah so or checking your heart posture and it was thwarted so i was like obsessive 
about how my body looked. And this is back before I was walking with God. This is when I was out in the club, talking to people. Uh-huh. And that was, and now it's crazy to look at where I'm at now. My full stop was when I got sick. I got diagnosed with RA and I had to completely look at my diet. I had to take care of my body. And it's so crazy because my husband, um, he watched a video of me walking one time and he was like, and he sees me walking now. And it's almost like I had to relearn how to walk because of the pain that I get from RA. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you walk different. And it's like, God is taking me through life with baby steps on how he wanted me to be back then. But now he's like, okay, now you have the heart to relearn what I really had purpose for you all this time. So the way I looked at my body, the way I was obsessive over food, now he's like, no, look at the positive things that I put in fruit and vegetables. And now I'm so excited to tell people about food. (laughs) And it's so funny how people will be like, you're vegan. And it's like, no, I'm vegan. But like, let me tell you the benefits. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. like, oh, you you tried vegan out. How'd you feel? Like, I get so excited because I want people to feel better. But before it was thwarted, the enemy thwarted it and made me think like, oh, you need to look good to um, entertain other people. Mm -hmm. But it's like, no, 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 no. Like, pour into other people. Yeah. So, wow. Absolutely. I hope that answered it. So it's interesting, it's like, so, so in life, we have these ideas and things about us that if not submitted to God, the enemy will twist mm-hmm. and make us think another thing about it. Mm-hmm. And so we go about it, doing it, you know, for ourselves, for selfless ambition, for the wrong reasons. And sometimes not even knowing that it's the wrong reasons, but it's when you say, you know what, I'm gonna submit this thing to God. I'm gonna submit, for me it was, I'm gonna submit, it was my life. Like, it wasn't just acting. You know, I was a content creator and I still am. You know, look at what we have here. This is amazing. We get to bring in Travis and we get to have conversations here and these clips go out and people get to watch these. But me and Jalen were running around, you know, acting, I, w- I had a, a run with uh, styling. I had a run with uh, this this really profound uh, journey as an influencer, creating all kinds of sketch comedy videos and things that were getting millions and millions of views. And God was, it was God, but it wasn't really my time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So all this stuff was happening and I had to lay it down. Mm-hmm. I literally like, I remember, and this is when God really arrested my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, he really arrested my heart in the season where he said, I need you to completely give me your yes. Yeah. I need it all. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, I said, God, I want to give it all to you. I went up to the altar uh, for this moment and I have the moment um, and maybe I'll share that one day. But I went up to the altar, had this spiritual awakening where uh, our pastor, my, my father in love, he laid hands on me and it was something like I've never felt in my entire life. It was supernatural. It was electricity, like electric honey, like all over my body. Mm. And it crystallized the fact that God is real. And not only is God real, but when he said he wanted my full yes, Mm -hmm. I I had no other choice but to say, wherever you send me, I'll go. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you all the things that I listed, acting, the influencer stuff, styling, all the things that I was building in my life because I had the desire to build those things were stripped away yeah they were stripped away and had i not went through the process of being matured by god i would have seen if if that had happened while i still was building those things and whatever it would have destroyed me Mm -hmm. it would have literally destroyed me because i built my life on those things i put my value in those things but when i switched it and put my value in god he's starting to now bring these things back to me and show me more about who i am and in the process He's, he's been shaping me. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, this beautiful thing where when you, when you submit your life to God and you submit your calling to God, your purpose to God, and you say, I want your purpose, I want your plan, everything around you can start to shift. And, and, and especially when you be like David and say, search my heart, know my ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to expose to me, me. I want mm-hmm. you to show me, me. Show me if there's any crooked way in me. Show me if there's any way in me that, that doesn't line up with who you've ultimately created me to be. Yeah. And when you do that, you put yourself in a position for God to begin working on your heart, your mind, and your spirit. And then you can begin the journey of wholeness and becoming who he created you to be. Mm-hmm. And it's such a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I, I, I guess I got a, a question about... Um, I can kind of go off of that. Yeah. Um, 
I think one of the things that still sticks with me to this day is when I very first gave God my yes, and mm. I had to keep checking myself over and over again, because you're, like, your heart posture is something that's always like being corrected, if that makes sense. Like, especially yeah. when it comes to like humility, like you always have to be constantly, constantly like humbling yourself. Mm -hmm. And I got this image um, when I was really working on like bitterness, like and trying to like change my heart posture towards people. Cause like, I'm an introvert, but I used to be like an angry introvert, but I feel like mm -hmm. the Lord has changed that. Um, don't laugh at me. <laughs> Jalen's, for those who don't know, Jalen's my brother, so he knows. I was an angry introvert. Um, but God gave me an image of like a rose and there's bits of glass like stuck in the folds and in the petals. And he's like, I'm a surgeon, like let me work on you. And so it's like, I changed my heart posture by also letting like the Holy Spirit change my heart, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But just like being open and humble and saying like, okay, maybe my ways aren't as great as I think they are, you know, like, okay, yes, you can pick out the glass from my heart, you know? And so um, that sticks with me to this day. And it's like, even if I have a hint of bitterness, I'm like, I have to change my heart posture. Like, Lord, be my surgeon. I need surgery again. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. there's a little piece of glass that you forgot to get out. Um, and so, yeah, like, I just view it like that. Like, every time you think it's okay, you know, you might have like a little pinch or a little cut and that's okay. Like, it, heart posture isn't like, your final destination. It's something that you're always working towards. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I go through different seasons where I'll be like, pr like praying the same prayer every day. Like God created me a clean heart, you know, mm -hmm. renew a right spirit within me because it is so easy to, yeah, start making the stuff that you do about you. It's very self, like, it's very, very easy. I feel like we kind of live in like a world that is focused on self. Everything's about us, self, self, self. So I literally go through different seasons where like my, sometimes it's, sometimes it's every single day I have to pray the same prayer to keep mm -hmm. my heart pure. God, create me, like, literally create me a clean heart, you know, renew a right spirit within me. Like, it's a, con yeah, like you said, mm -hmm. it's literally a constant thing sometimes. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, we're human beings at the end of the day. You know, it's very, it's it's so much easier to, yeah, do what we want and make everything about. It's so easy to slip into that. Like, mm -hmm. so don't feel, like, super shameful if, 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 you feel your, if you feel yourself leaning that way. But just continue to pray that over yourself. Like, if you have to do it daily, if you have to do it multiple times a day, like, continue to pray that prayer mm -hmm. you know so, so that god can continue to clean you and really mm -hmm. really surrender really really yeah. surrender it not my will but that's another one that i be praying all the time yeah. you know yeah. not not my, not my will yes. but your will be done god like and really really like mean it and, mm -hmm. and, or and if you don't if you don't mean it at first continue to pray it till you really start to mean it like yeah. just but just keep at it like it's an it's a daily thing sometimes you go through certain seasons where it's yeah. it's got to be daily but 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 do that continue to do it and he'll 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 continue to purify your heart as you as you continue to to say that yeah, yeah. to speak that out that's, that's good. so so good and i want to add to that there are certain situations that God puts you in to reveal your heart to you, to oh be like, hey, it's a little hard in this area. Let mm -hmm. me work on it with you. So just submit and surrender. I know it's not easy because it's always a situation where it's like, it's hard, it's yeah. tough. And you don't, you you think you're you're like fully surrendered, but then he's like, this spot right here. Okay, <laughs> yes. what, what about that one? Yeah. Yeah. What about yeah. that area right there? Yes, yeah. I, say, I say that with heart posture and healing. Like you can mm -hmm. always be like, I'm healed, I'm whole, I'm fine. And then it's like, you put in front of that person that you were mad at. Mm. It's Trigger. like, okay, now, now practice that. Are you healed? Uh -huh. yeah. Like, and so Keep yeah. Keep the same energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's what it is. Oh, Some, so sometimes God will test your heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he'll put you in a situation mm -hmm. where you may have been bitter or you may have had an area of your heart be hardened and he'll test your heart. Mm -hmm. yeah. But what I think about is this scripture because I think we play a part in it and it's uh, now therefore submit yourselves under the mighty hand of God mm -hmm. and in due season, he will exalt you. Mm -hmm. I don't wanna be in a place where I have to be humbled by God. Mm. I, wanna, I wanna be in a place mm -hmm. where I am humbling myself yeah. mm -hmm. because when you get humbled by God, it's a completely Ooh. different story because it's gonna be painful. It's not gonna feel good but it's gonna be good. So either mm -hmm. way, there will be seasons where you have to be humbled, mm -hmm. but if you live your life in a humble and, and lowly posture, not, not shrinking back, not making yourself smaller, not, not being a person who's like, oh, I, I'm just gonna be all little old me. That's, that's not even right. Mm -hmm. But saying, Lord, I want to humble myself under your hand mm -hmm. and, and, and be surrendered and submitted in this area because I don't, I don't wanna be humbled by you. Because yeah. that's the thing, yeah. you you know, when we have areas in our lives where our hearts are hard, if we don't submit them, we might get humbled by God. 
Mm-hmm. Now, it'll, he'll work it together for good, mm-hmm. but we might get humbled by God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So submit yourself under his hand and say, Lord, if I'm in your hands, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Help mm-hmm. me. Help me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Help yeah. me, help me. Yeah. I have yeah. a question. Does anyone have an example of what it looks like to be humbled by God? Because it kind of sounds scary. To be humbled the way by you're God? Saying it. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to scare the people. Does anyone have an example yeah. of a time that they mm. could have? That's great. Done it. Travis, do you have a time it? where you've been humbled by God? I mean, I think I think my whole uh, chasing fame was pretty humbling because I thought I was so wrapped up in my identity that uh, you know, I had to show on MTV, I'm going to be famous, the, all this stuff, and then it all fell apart. And then I was just left with nothing, and I was so embarrassed, and I felt so stupid because I'm over here telling everybody, yo, my show is going to come out, I'm going to be famous, and just everything just went, and that was it. And I'm like, and that was humbling for me where I'm like, oh, wow, I, I'm not who I thought I was. And I was just like left there with nothing. And my dreams were shattered in front of me, which looking back, it wasn't a big deal at all. But at the time, it was very humbling. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was God's process of preparing me for what I'm doing now. And it was funny because I didn't even want to get back on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, even even with the calling, I was like, I don't really want to make videos. I hate social media. It's so toxic. I don't want to post every day. Like, I don't want to do this. But God said, this is the gift that I've given you. Mm-hmm and watch the impact that you're going to have just do it and and i did it out of obedience i did not want to get back on social media Mm -hmm. i still don't like social media like i really don't like it i love making videos and i love helping people Mm -hmm. so it just goes together but the whole social media aspect of it as big as i've grown in eight months like i i don't like it i don't like the attention i don't like getting messages every second like it's it's just not it's not like healthy for a human to consume that much information and that many people reaching out to you at one time. It's not normal. And, and people praising me, like I don't, I don't like that. Um, so it's, it's very weird. But I definitely got humbled when my first round fell apart. Wow. And then God has prepared me to, to, to get back on now mm-hmm. with a very different mindset Man. where that humbling prepared me for what I'm doing now for sure. So good. That's yeah. very helpful. Absolutely. And, and and the cool thing that I picked up from what you were saying, Travis, is like now that you're in the place and your heart's been purified by God, mm-hmm. now you don't you don't like those things as much as you would have in the past. In mm-hmm. the past those things would have validated you, you would have been like, Yeah, I got, you know, the a lot of numbers, people are following me, they like what I'm doing, and you'd be affirmed by that. But you got to a place where now your affirmation comes from God and it's almost like he instills in you and instills in us this check where it's like when you have all these likes and comments and things that are coming at you and you're tempted to get a big head or you're tempted to whatever it's a it's a notification in your mind it should serve as a notification i need to submit myself to god i need to humble myself Mm -hmm. to god because this I wasn't created to to even receive all this. So Father, help help me navigate this from a pure place, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and bring that even to God, so that you can navigate that thing when He brings it to you from a pure place, and to stay at that place of of a pure heart, a pure mind, clean hands before God. Okay. I, I think the best part about my my backstory with the whole YouTube thing is it's not like I was chasing it and I didn't get it. I actually got it. You know, I'm hanging out with celebrities. I'm getting millions of views. I have success in other people's eyes. So I got all the likes and all the recognition and all the things that would blow a human's head up. And and at that time, it showed me how empty it really is. So the second time around, when I get it even more, I'm like, I know that this is not my identity because I remember what happened the first time and how I wrapped myself up in that and how it destroyed me. So now it's like I have this wall of protection against that nonsense Mm -hmm. so it's like oh wow okay the second time around now it's like you say something good or bad i don't really care because i'm doing what god's telling me to do now that's my focus so everything else is just all noise all the likes all the comments good or bad it's all noise Mm -hmm. because i'm doing what god told me to do and he's my only my only concern and my number one audience and then everything else is just like okay let's lead people to him let's lead people to him so you know, the first time around, like, I'm glad I had the success that I had 
because it prepared me for this time where this success, like that stuff does not matter to me and my identity is not in that. So it's like, oh man, okay, this is great. I'm glad. I'm glad that happened back then because it prepared me for now. So it's like I have so many stories and testimonies where God like basically showed me what he was going to have for me in the future. Just my heart wasn't right. So it's like the same same thing except just totally different uh, goals. Absolutely, bro. It's it's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. It's like it was protection Mm -hmm. because if you could handle it back then, he had to he had to get you to a place where you could trust it, where Mm -hmm. you could trust him. And he could trust you yeah. to then give it to you where now you're in a place where you can navigate it and you're doing it from a place of a pure motive. You're doing it from a place of a pure heart and you're doing it from a place of I'm already affirmed by my father. I'm doing what he called me to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the focus. Mm-hmm. So it has to always come back to the focus being the father's will for your life mm-hmm. yeah. because he will not do you wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that that's that's. If we could say anything for the audience, I think that, and I want everybody, if you have any closing thoughts, maybe to give to the audience about maintaining a pure heart. You know, we've said a lot of great things about how you should navigate that, you know, submitting yourself to God, your relationship with God, serving other people, submitting humility. But if I could say anything, it it is to continue to come back to that place of not my will, but your will, mm-hmm. not my will, but your will. Yeah. And if you can do that, God will help you navigate life and purpose and the calling and everything uh, that concerns you for your mm-hmm. time on earth. Mm-hmm. Any closing thoughts from anybody? Um, That's good. Oh, no. I'm oh, oh okay. Um, I would say um, the whole, the thing I was thinking of literally this whole time was like, who am I to think that I have control over my own life or I have say over what goes on in my life? And so I feel like that's what it just comes back to. Like, who am I to think that I know what's better for my life than God does? Mm -hmm. Because God literally already knows what's going to happen. Like he knows what's best for me. He has everything laid out for me. He's even protecting me along the way. So it's like, who am I to then go off course and say, well, like, I know it's sin, but like, I'm going to do it on the low. Like who, who am I to, to say that to God? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just crazy because like God is God. And so I feel like wow. this whole time I've been thinking like that's just my heart posture. Whenever I have to like take a step back and humble myself, I'm like, oh, I'm so mad at this person. I'm bitter, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then I feel this conviction like you should forgive them. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Because who am I to think that? Mm. Because in the retrospective things like I'm, I'm so small. I am insignificant, seemingly insignificant to God. But he loves me so much to give me the gentle correction, to give me the conviction of, hey, you need to change your heart. Hey, you need your heart posture is all off. Mm. So then who am I to ignore him? And so that's what I just keep thinking of. Mm. Um, the, and then there's a song that I've been singing all day. I think it's called Never Fail. And I forget what who are it, the lyrics like? Because there's a song um, in my head. It might be different. Who are you, great mountain? Oh, that's a great one. Oh, never yeah. lost. Never lost. Never lost. Never lost. Yes, he never he's never, never lost about. But it's just the who are you, great mountain, that you should not bow down. Yeah. Or yes, or you not you, that you should not bow low. We're we gonna give the people two songs. Yes. Like, yes. I got another song. Got another song. I got yes. another song. You know the song? Were you done though? Yeah, well, I, yeah, that, that song, was it. Listen. Mm-hmm. So what was it called? Never, Never lost. lost. Never lost. The one that I and you might know the name. Jalen might know the name of this one. But it's like, uh, my life is not my own. To you. Oh, that's yes. all the throwback. Yes. I give myself. I give myself to you. Yeah. Yo, what what's that, that called? called? Give it's, myself it's away. By Will, it, is it, it, yes, give myself okay, away. Yeah. William McDowell. William, William McDowell. Yes. There's a couple different versions. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Early on, and I'll just say this as we close. But early on, when I really started walking with God, when I was like, you know what, Lord, I give you my yes. That song on repeat. Oh yeah. My life is not my own. <laughs> mm-hmm. To you, I belong. I give myself. I give myself to you. Yes. And it was a declaration for me mm-hmm. to to get to a place where I said, you know. I don't care about anything that's out here because it's it's up to you. Mm-hmm. I, I belong to you. And it came down to me having that revelation of I belong to God. Yeah. The other lyrics in there is I give myself away so you can use me. Yeah. I give myself away so you can use so, me. Mm-hmm. So you can use me. So you can use yeah. me, man. And Because you don't want your life to just be up to you. Absolutely. And real yeah. impact comes when your life is in God's hands. And even if you're doing things by yourself and you think, oh, I'm, I'm seeing impact, I'm seeing things. I mean, even love, that is that is a virtue that comes from God. So even if you aren't operating like as a Christian or a believer or anything, even if you're operating in love, that's still impact that comes from God. Like it's love, you know, mm-hmm. but um, 
Yeah, being responsible for yourself is is interesting. You know, I, I think you really get to see your purpose unlock. You get to see real power and impact and influence when you surrender your life back into God's hands. You know, mm -hmm. he gave us the gift of life. He gave us the gifts that we have. And then we say, God, you show me how to use them. And so even if we found out how we think they need to be used, like, you know, we've had our careers and we've had the climbs and then we get broken back down and we have the humility. God shows us this is how you actually are supposed to work. And this wow. is how we actually have impact and influence. And so that's important. Yes. I've even tried to have my own impact in things that he showed me where you try to take it back into your hands a little bit or you feel like it's not working so much be because of what you're doing your hands are on it too much but when mm -hmm. you surrender more it seems to flow mm -hmm. and I found myself in patterns like really trying to be consistent trying to do things a certain way trying to make things happen and it's not and when I just worship more I was reading more I was praying more I was surrendering more I was randomly getting more done podcasts mm. were, were, were going out social clips were going out ministry with friends was happening and I just remember God saying so clearly to me after I reflected on the whole day I was like we had a good day like I didn't feel like like we like messed up too much like he, he just said so clearly I am what makes you consistent mm. you're trying to be consistent based off what you're doing mm. I'm what makes you consistent Excellent. and it's simply yes. by you surrendering Excellent. and knowing me that you're ra all these things are randomly getting done. Mm -hmm. And it's because he's strategically doing it when I'm more out the way and he mm -hmm. gets to come to the forefront. And it's, that's why it talks about, uh, I, it is no longer I who live, uh, but Christ who lives in me yeah, yeah. and he, who lives through me. So, you know, it's like you, you let him show you how to live. And another mm -hmm. verse I love, uh, your, your true life is hidden in Christ. Yeah. He says your life is hidden in Christ. So my life is hidden in him. And so I have to allow him to show me what I'm supposed to do show every day. Me, me. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we have a sense of purpose. Absolutely. So it gets us to the place. We have a sense of uh, entertainment and impact in these different ways. But God shows us how to actually do it. Yeah. And he does it through you when you let him. Yeah. Goodness gracious. So. Uh, in, in closing, I'm going to say this because the, the verse that I cannot shake while listening to what you're saying mm. is Matthew 6.33. Mm -hmm. When Matthew 6.33 becomes your reality and becomes your life for real, when you yeah. really get that as a revelation, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness yes. and all things will be added unto you. Yeah. Everything concerning your life will be added unto you when you prioritize the kingdom above all things. And you might have to area by area by area in your life submit them so that in that area i'm seeking the kingdom first exactly. in my relationships i'm seeking the kingdom first in this thing i'm seeking the kingdom first mm -hmm. and his righteousness because that is what will give you the right motive and the right heart posture and get you to a place where now you can take all of that and become all of that and then everything that you're worried about and concerned about and thought you could do in your own power and your own strength and your own might will come to you not by mm -hmm. might not by power but by the spirit of the yeah. Lord. Mm -hmm. And when you lay it down, don't pick it back up. Mm. When you lay your life down, don't pick it mm -hmm. back up. When you lay down your old habits, because I got convicted in that before too, um, because it talks about put off the old man and put on the new man in the Bible as well. Yes. And I remember I was in a season of struggle. Like I was, it was going good, but then it was just struggling. It was like the old man was never supposed to be waking back up. Mm. You were never supposed to put him back on. You're basically just, you're walking in this, this deadness, this former thing, you know? So like if, you don't lay it down, so then you get the influence back, so then you start doing it yourself again. You lay it down because it needs to be about God's plan and God's mm -hmm. will completely. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you're going to be in this back and forth struggle forever. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Man, well, you and I are in this back and forth because I'm literally like <laughs> sitting here like, like festering. I'm like, this is crazy. But it's true. Like mm -hmm. you, you, can't, you can't expect God to give you something that came from him mm -hmm. and then... You try to take it in your own hands, but all right, God, peace out. See you later. Appreciate you. No, no, no. I need him to maintain this thing. Yeah. I need him to continue to steward this thing. Yes. Because as soon as he gives you the thing, if you run off, you're going to mess this thing up. Mm -hmm. You will yeah. mess this thing up every time. Every time. Yeah. But when you come back to him and you say, you know what, God, you gave me this. I want to resubmit it to you. I, like with my marriage, I resubmit my wife every day. When I pray over my wife and our marriage every day, I resubmit my wife mm -hmm. to the Lord. I said, God, you brought me my wife. I submit her to you. Mm -hmm. God, you brought me this movement, this ministry, this podcast. I submit it to you. Yeah. God, you, you brought me relationships and friendships and you brought me amazing people like Travis who got to come on here. God, I submit our relationship to you. Mm -hmm. Because if I put this in my own hands, I might mess it up. Yeah. But if it's in his hands, I can mm -hmm. trust him every time.
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I got a thought. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, this is a closing thought because this is yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm creating something right now, and I feel like God is, has already shown me through others that I have been creating things is that when you try to create by yourself, you, you start creating the next steps. Ooh. But when God creates with you, he starts showing you the next step. So I have a friend who wrote a book and I didn't know she was gonna have all this detail in it, but when she shared it, I'm like, wow, God didn't just give you the idea and then just let you finish it by yourself. Like he literally gave you the words, he gave you the information. And then I have another friend who was doing something else and now I'm creating a healing guide and I'm seeing how he told me to write the healing guide years ago and I just never went to him and was like sat with him long enough to hear the next step. Mm -hmm. Recently I'm sitting with him and he's telling me the next steps. So mm -hmm. you have to continue to submit mm -hmm. and go back to the person that gave you the one that gave you the idea versus you mm -hmm. trying to figure out on your own. Yes. Every step. Yeah. Step by step. That's good. Mm -hmm. Cause he's faithful to do that. Yeah. You know, he doesn't just give you the vision once he mm -hmm. will walk it out with you all the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Travis, man, I, I want to thank you. Um, if you can't tell, and, and for those who are watching, if you can't tell, a lot of this happening, like from the things that you've shared with us, that's that's where this is all coming from. It's yeah. from each of you and, and your perspectives and everything comes together in this beautiful package to to say, hey, you you can live a life with a pure heart, with good motives, pure motives, if you submit it and surrender it to the one, the only one who is truly good, which is God. But Travis, I wanna ask you, do you have any closing thoughts or anything you would like to say or where we can find you, where people can find you and see the incredible content that you're putting out? Uh, all my social media is at Travis Doodles, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and, and YouTube. That's the, the four that I'm on. And um, yeah, that's, that's about it. I'm just trying to connect kindness to the name of Jesus. And life is short, and I'm getting older, so all I want to do is just chase Jesus, chase impact, and uh, just bring a good name to, you know, Christianity and generosity. And, and I'll tell you, you're doing a phenomenal job. Yes. A, a phenomenal Thank job. You, and Thank you honor for having you. me. I really nice meeting yeah. all you guys, and I really enjoyed being on here. Yeah, we, yeah. we thank you, bro. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, we'll keep talking, and who knows, maybe we'll do another one with Travis and bring you back mm -hmm. in the future and maybe we'll have you in person. Oh, yeah. That's what I would love to do. I was going to say, next time it'll be in person. Um, but thank you. And Gen 1 Squad, Go Squad family, we love you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sticking with us for this whole conversation. I would love, and, and we want to make sure that if you have any prayer requests or there are areas in your life where you're like, man, I want my, my heart to be softened in this area, Drop it in the comments below. We will all be reading the comments. We'll take time to pray over the comments, but also connect with us on social media and make sure that, who knows, if you're driving in the car and you can't really watch the YouTube video and you wanna pop on the audio, make sure you download this Apple podcast. It's on Spotify. We're on Amazon podcast. We're everywhere where you can find podcasts. So there's no excuse, man. Get it, get this audio, get in on it. And we love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. And we will catch you next Tuesday on the Generation One podcast. We love y'all. Peace. Peace.